It's the next level. Recently, an object was sighted. It was big. Bigger than big. Huge, huge, large, astronomically big. Big would be an understatement. Very big. Huge. Some guy. Big. Huge. When it arrives, you better not be alone. Bigfoot. Pizza Hut. From Pizza Hut. Two square feet of pizza. 21 slices on a tasty new crust. $10.99 for up to three toppings. It's bigger than Pizza Pizza. Bigfoot from Pizza Hut. A legendary value. A special episode calls for a special intro. Thank you, Jerome. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the show, The Melting Path, The Next Level Network. Today, if you're unaware, if you didn't, uh, well, didn't figure it out by the uh, by what we just played there is the specialty episode that i've been talking about for a couple of weeks and uh the reason this is delayed is because i reached out to big wigs at the company where this uh, where this happened where this is from pizza hut and i said hey i want to learn more about the history of this product that you carried 25 30 years ago because um, i want to do an episode of my podcast about it and they said oh well our team will get back to you and that was like two or three weeks ago and they've not gotten back to me. So, Josh, I do apologize, but uh, I just want you to know that I'm talking to Josh exclusively now, that uh, I did everything I could to do real work for this episode. Because, uh, friends, if you don't know, Josh paid me to do this. I mentioned like a month ago on the show that I started, uh, that I made a link tree thing to put all my socials and music and all kinds of stuff uh, in one place. And part of that is that I can add things that you can pay for. You can pay me to do a video shout out here or cover your song. I'll edit your podcast. Or if you want me to do a special episode about anything you want, uh, you pay me $10 and then I'll do it. And I'll put in real work and I'll ask people stuff and I'll dig around the internet and uh, try to reach out to big wigs to figure out, you know, if we can uh, get something going here. And I did not hear back from said big wigs, which I'm really disappointed about, but I did my best. Uh, so today's episode is uh, just for Josh because he paid me. And today, officially, I am a professional podcaster, so that's something. Josh said, hey, I want you to talk about the history of the Bigfoot pizza from Pizza Hut. Good throwback. I remember having this pizza at least once in my life. I don't know that we ever had it more than once, and I, I don't know if that's because it was just a mess, it was we never really had a big party, or if it wasn't around that long. I honestly, uh, did we write that down? No, we didn't write down how long it lasted. That probably would have been important to uh, <laughs> to put down here, but uh, sorry, we're off, a, off to a great start. So in... 1994, well, I guess 93 is when this big boy rolled out. It was a 12 by 24 inch pizza, 21 slices, just a massive, you know, two feet of pizza, just a massive thing. And um, for a little while, they were doing free HBO, like a month of HBO for free and a free Blockbuster rental or a free week of Blockbuster or something like that as promotions. Like, hey, buy this Bigfoot pizza and you can get, you know, free HBO and free whatever, here's a blockbuster movie, because that's what we did back then. We, you know, people, rich people paid for HBO. Now anybody can. And uh, <laughs> and we went to Blockbuster, or in my case, Hollywood Video, and we rented movies, you know, uh, VHS and DVD, and uh, at a certain point, video games. That's just what we did back then. We rented things. We didn't have things beamed to us through the cloud, through an app on our TV or our phone or whatever. Uh, like, we oh, you kids today. Sorry. Sorry. That's not why we're doing this. Jesus. And also, I learned that, uh, speaking of promotions, in the state of Oklahoma, in 1994, Pizza Hut offered free admission to Remington Park, which was a horse racing track slash casino, uh, with the Bigfoot. Now, I first thought that this meant, I don't know why I thought this, but that this meant 
if you bought the Bigfoot Pete, like you sign up for this deal or somehow you like put your name on a list to get free admission to this casino, that the uh, the drawback was, maybe the drawback, but the qualifier was you had to eat the Bigfoot pizza while you were there. Like that was your food option. And I was like, wow, that'd be really stupid if that's true. But also, I don't know what to do in Oklahoma. So that like this maybe is plausible there. But no, that was not it. You bought the uh, the Bigfoot pizza in Oklahoma and then you got a coupon or a voucher for, uh, what's the difference, by the way? I don't know, between coupon and voucher. But anyway, you got a thing that said, hey, you have admission for two to Remington Hotel, or, uh, hotel horse racing place and casino. So a uh, little less fun. That would have been really funny if they had to have a Pizza Hut person come and bring you the pizza and say, no, no, you can't go to the bar. You have to eat the Bigfoot pizza because that's how we got this ticket for you. <laughs> oh, man, that would have been fun. I um, I can imagine that the Bigfoot pizza was a nightmare to make. And I have friends. I reached out to people. I tried to get some people who were around uh, working at Pizza Hut or knew people who worked at Pizza Hut at the time who could clue me in on this. Uh, that didn't. We didn't get any real hits on that. But I did find something online, which I'll read in a second about what it was like to really make this, because I imagine it was not fun. And I mean, I know people who have worked at Pizza Hut, you know, since that time, and all of them have said the specialty pizzas, the Big New Yorker, the they did a Sicilian pizza for a little while. Um, there was another one that was mentioned. I can't remember what it is. Anyway, uh, and all of the specialty ones are terrible, because you make them to order, and you have to do things just a little bit differently, or in this case, quite a lot differently, to get that ready, and it's a pain in the ass which I believe 100%. Um, and I do know that the stuffed crust, for example, you don't make that fresh in the store. Like at your Pizza Hut, they come in, they get shipped in from somewhere fully formed and frozen. So all you have to do is kind of cook that in the oven with the other stuff. So you can effectively run out of stuffed crust, which sucks. Um, that was weird to me because I remember I tried to order stuffed crust once years ago and they're like, oh, sorry, we're all out of it. And I was like, wait, wait a minute. You have dough and you have cheese, so what's the problem? And the guy was like, yeah, this is probably a kid, 18 or something. And he's like, yeah, sorry, those get uh, shipped in from somewhere else, and you know we don't make those here, so we, uh, we ran out. And I'm like, oh, damn, well, I guess that's easier for you, but that doesn't work out for me. So yeah, I was hoping that this was not the case for this big... Although, you know what? Part of me hopes that it was. Like, part of me was hoping that they made a bunch of these, however many, you know, make it... 200 of them or whatever, and ship them out over your area or something. Just so, you know, somebody in that restaurant, in that tiny little pizza kitchen, if you've ever seen inside a Pizza Hut kitchen, if you work there, or even if you just look back there behind the counter, there's not a lot of room to do stuff, and there's a lot of stuff to do, right? So I can only imagine adding two feet, you know, a two-foot pizza is uh, very complicated and very much uh, a pain in the ass. And apparently it was. So I was kind of hoping that this, you know, two square feet thing of dough could be or would be made ahead of time and shipped like the stuffed crust because you already do it with one of your, or, or wait a minute, was stuffed crust around then? Hold on one second. Okay, my mistake. Stuffed crust did not debut until 1995. So, you know, did we get the year? Hold on. All right. So Bigfoot was 93 to the mid nineties. Uh, yeah, that's why I didn't write it down because I didn't get a, uh, a definitive answer on when it stopped being sold. So, my mistake, stuffed crust was not around at the time, at least as far as I can tell. So do you think they scrapped the Bigfoot pizza and moved on to stuffed crust thinking this is going to be the better play? And I would say it is because, you know, 25 years, 26 years later, stuffed crust is still flying off the menu. Um, 
So I was hoping like maybe this would be the same kind of deal where you could make it ahead of time and ship them out, but not the case. Just Jesus trying to roll the dough out into the pan. It's like two, you know, two square feet of pizza and be able to cook it fully sounds terrible. And think of also think about because it's a bit you're not ordering this for two people, right? You're ordering this for the baseball team or the soccer team or the birthday party or though whatever the case may be. So think of the people more specifically, think of the parents who are ordering this Bigfoot pizza and wondering what's taking so long and wondering, you know, why does it cost so much or whatever, wondering what's going on back there with my Bigfoot pizza. Think of the people. All right. So you've listened to the show. If you've listened to the show, then you know that I've talked about shoppers who were less than, let's say, less than perfect angels, less than, uh, you know, agreeable people when it comes to, hey, it's going to be a second, right? So think of all those people I talked about. Think of uh, think of the guy who I thought was going to punch me over asking for ID because he said the bank doesn't even ask for ID. Think about telling that guy that the Bigfoot pizza that he wanted is going to have to wait because we have to remake it or something like that. Think of that guy's reaction and people like him who would throw coupons at me or throw the stuff, whatever, merchandise at me or, you know, storm off and want the manager or whatever the case was. Think of all those people and imagine they are ordering the Bigfoot pizza and, God forbid, something goes wrong during that process and they have to make another one fresh. Think about that. Think of the people who were ordering this. That had to be a goddamn nightmare, to be honest. Like, like all of the people who were doing that, just, I can only imagine how, how hellish that was going through that nonsense. That's for Lockjaw, by the way. Um, and so I asked around, I'm like, hey, what do you remember about, well, my first question was, if you worked at Pizza Hut at this time, or you know somebody you did, let's have a chat. That didn't work out. So then I said, hey, what do you remember about the Bigfoot pizza? Because I think a lot of people who listen to the show are around my age. I'm 33, by the way. And so this would be when you're a kid, prime Pizza Hut time, you know, 25 years ago or whatever. So you may have a memory of going to a party or after a baseball game or something. Uh, so MAG, so I, well, I said, what do you remember about the Bigfoot pizza? Maybe we'll get some fond memories, some good stories. Uh, MAG said, definitely got it a few times, and it was the main course for one of my birthdays. I didn't always see eye to eye with my parents, but they knew what I liked. It's almost as if they loved me or something. That's so nice. That is so nice. I love that. Supreme says, I remember being involved in the Book It program as a kid, where I would get a free personal pan pizza after reading so many books. Me too. The Book It program was fun. Uh, the Bigfoot pizza was not part of the promotion, but I remember it being pretty good. There you go. Pretty, pretty good. There you go. So not exactly what I was looking for, but uh, that works. Thank you, Supreme. Much appreciated. Seth says, I did enjoy the Bigfoot pizza as a kid, but it was nothing compared to the Big New Yorker or the Sicilian pizza. Those were amazeballs. There you go. I, you know, I don't remember having the Sicilian pizza from Pizza Hut. I will trust your judgment that it was delicious, but I do remember the Big New Yorker, and hell yes, that was amazing. I wish they could bring that back. That's what I want. I want to try a Big New Yorker again. Do they still make that? Probably not. Uh, so I looked up, I, I did some, uh, some research about this. Cause I, again, I'm, I was paid for this. And so I wanted to really put in the work. I don't put in work for free. Uh, no, I do. That's not true. But you know, Pat, we listen to the show. We know. All right. All right. All right. Uh, so of the fandom page, and if you've never, you don't know what fandom is. Um, it's basically anything that any kind of media TV show movie or any like pop culture thing is going to have, a, it's like a Wikipedia for nerd stuff. Is that fair to say? Does that make sense? Uh, they have a Foods We Loved wiki on this, 
And I looked it up and I was like, hey, that's where I found the commercials, uh, the one that you heard at the top. And I think, oh, was it the same one? Maybe I posted the same one in the show notes today that I used for the intro of the show. My bad. Um, It's all good. Anyway, so there's a page on this and there was a comment about, uh, well, about the Bigfoot on there. It says, I worked at Pizza Hut when the Bigfoot was introduced. It was a logistical nightmare. We had to add new pans, new boxes, and new dough to our already limited space. The big issue, though, was that the dough was incredibly fragile. Fragile must be Italian. They didn't say that. That was me. Uh, We were required to work the dough into the corners of the pan, and it tore easily. If it tore, we had to throw it away because it couldn't be worked back together. Oh, my gosh. Uh, This resulted in high waste and reduced profit from the product, which may be why it was so short-lived. Yeah, I, um, I would imagine, like I said earlier, like think of the people who, like not only are you dealing with a manager who is breathing down your neck, not only are you dealing with the stress of having to make this pizza quickly and then turn around and make a personal pan or make a whatever, um, and then something goes wrong, so you're on two ends of the spectrum. But then that third, the wild card there is the customer who is now mad. They have to wait longer for their pizza and they have a group of kids who they have to try to control in your restaurant while they wait for food. So that's, yeah, I, I can just imagine if something went wrong, you know, trying to roll the dough out and, you know, not to insult anyone who works at Pizza Hut or has ever worked at Pizza Hut, but these aren't exactly artisanal chefs, right? These are teenagers, probably. I'm cutting all that out. It was a Seinfeld reference that uh, I didn't exactly have all the particulars on, and so it just sounded bad. So, <laughs> so uh, all right, anyway. So these people who work at Pizza Hut are not exactly trained culinary, culinary, no, no. Uh, there's a Family Guy reference I'm not going to finish. Um, so it's got to be tough to be able to make this pizza in a quick enough time to get it out for the cut or get it in the oven so the customer can have it because cooking two square feet of pizza is not going to take two minutes, right? It's going to take a little bit longer than that. So getting all that together, getting all the things uh, in the right order and whatnot in a high stress environment like a, a fast food pizza kitchen, uh, it's got to suck. That must have sucked. So a massive pizza introduced into a tiny kitchen where you're not getting any more, you're not getting additional space to make this, to cook this, to store any of this stuff. It's just, hey, here's a, uh, you know, a two foot pizza that now you have to make on this tiny counter. And by the way, it may also keep up with all the other things that need to be made. So that sucks. Um, A high chance for wasted dough. I feel like you could use the dough for other things. No, can you not like fold that into... I don't know, pizza bites or something like a pizza. They didn't have that uh, like pizzone thing back then. Maybe they could have invented it later or invented it earlier. I don't know. But uh, maybe it, like I feel like there was a way unless the dough was so thin by the time you rolled it out to the pan that it was like a good piece of deli meat sliced. Right. When you ask for thinly sliced deli meat, you can almost see through it. Like if we're looking at that thin for Pizza Hut dough. Then I understand you have to throw that away. Like, you can't do anything else with that. But could you not, like, ball it up and put it to the side and use it for a regular pan pizza? Is that not, not how it worked? Apparently not. Apparently to throw it away. So high chance for waste and lost money. Maybe not enough people were ordering this because say you go, all right, so say you go to your local pizza hut and you go with, uh, say you're there on a Saturday for a birthday party and you order the Bigfoot pizza and whatever reason doesn't go well takes longer than uh, than it should. Uh, maybe it doesn't taste good. All right, now we're not going to do it. Then you go to your Pizza Hut again and somebody else has a party or the soccer team or the baseball team. 
And they say, hey, let's try this Bigfoot pizza. That'll feed all of us, right? Great. And something else goes wrong. And so then you now have two chances, and that maybe that's a weird example, but uh, you have now had two opportunities to try this Bigfoot pizza, and you have had bad experiences each time. So guess what you're not going to order again? Right, the Bigfoot. So maybe, you know, if there's a high chance for waste, and that happens often enough in your Pizza Hut, you're going to shy away from ordering the thing. And so not enough people are ordering this two-foot pizza you have all these boxes for, and you've made all this space for and spent all this money to advertise. And you're not getting that money back because people aren't people don't like it. Uh, it's not being cooked properly, or it can't be, or people are trying to make it and they can't do it right, or whatever the case might be. So maybe people aren't ordering it. You know, they tried it, or maybe they tried with the promotions, like, hey, free uh, Blockbuster rental or free HBO with this Bigfoot pizza. Let's try that. And then they decide, oh, okay, that was fine. And they never do it again. And, you know, at the time, I'd say those promotions were solid. Like I said, that's what we did back then. We rented movies from Blockbuster, or again, in my case, Hollywood Video. And we rented, you know, or, you know, people signed up and paid extra for HBO. And I imagine it was too expensive. It was too expensive for us at the time. And uh, I imagine it was expensive for a lot of people who use the free month or whatever free weekend or whatever they got. It was probably a week with the Bigfoot pizza. And then maybe instead of buying the Bigfoot pizza again, they paid for another week of HBO. I don't know. But, you know, solid promotions at the time. And it's, I, I think it's a good idea. It was at the time, you know, early to mid 90s when things were starting to be, oh, bigger is better, right? It was, I think, right before McDonald's introduced their supersize option on their menu, which is gone now. And then Burger King followed with their uh, their king size. Wendy's had the biggie size or the super biggie size or whatever it was. And so a lot of places were doing, you know, bigger is better, right? Let's go bigger. Let's go bigger for the people. And some places still, their small drink is like 24 ounces, which uh, to let you know is not a small. That's not small. But anyway, looking at you, Subway. Haven't been to Subway in years. Don't know if that's still true. But and <laughs> But anyway, it was right at the beginning of the time or maybe right in the time when Things were starting to go bigger, right? Super size, king size, whatever. And so they went for it. It just didn't work. Like it just, the the numbers, did, the numbers don't lie. Uh, and it just didn't go how they expected it. And I'm sure there were a lot of other logistical problems that I'm not thinking of that I haven't uh, read up on. But from what I've read, from all the things I've perused over the last couple of weeks about this, it was a logistical nightmare to make this pizza. And I would think the high chance for it to be wasted, and you would lose money on that extra dough that you ordered, which could have been used for something else, and you could have made money on that dough. But now, because you have tried to roll it out and failed for some reason, for whatever re the reason was, maybe somebody bumped into you uh, walking by to get breadsticks or whatever. So whatever the reason was, it didn't work out, and it didn't last long. And, you know, I wonder, though, and this has absolutely nothing to do with the pizza itself, but there was, on the commercials, there was a little glimpse, and I think it's in the show notes, of a cartoon mascot, like a cartoon Bigfoot, that they made, but never really used. And I'm not saying that this cartoon mascot or this cartoon Bigfoot guy, if you make a costume like the King or Ronald McDonald or Grimace or whatever, if you turn that into a thing and utilize that in advertising more, like make that a thing that's at the forefront of this Bigfoot pizza promotion. Maybe that gets more people to try it. Think about it. What do kids love? Pizza, cartoons, mascots, right? Ronald McDonald, the Burger King, yeah, the BK Kids Club. I don't know, the Hamburglar. They're all McDonald's at this point. Uh, not all of them, but anyway, 
I think if a more concerted effort, maybe they did try and, and found out that it wasn't going to work, so they scrapped it. But I think maybe uh, that would have helped out more people ordering if you say, hey, check out this little cartoon guy, and you put him on stickers and temporary tattoos and uh, put him on some notebooks or whatever and put him on posters and stuff. Kids will buy that stuff. Kids love that. Well, their parents will buy it. They'll beg their parents for it, uh, which I will learn, I'm sure, in a year or two uh, when my son starts begging me for stuff, for dumb stuff. <laughs> but I think uh, advertising-wise, that could have helped out. I mean, they had the promotions, right? But I think if you created this mascot, or maybe they just did it for the commercials, but uh, I can't recall seeing this Bigfoot mascot ever being used anywhere. So maybe that would have helped. I don't know. But maybe that would not have helped the, like our commenter set up there, the logistical nightmare of actually making this pizza, which from what I understand, had to be a goddamn nightmare. And I'm so glad I never had to take part in any of that. So, I mean, I think it's a good idea. That was a neat idea. You try to capitalize or uh, start the you know, bigger is better kind of campaign and fast food. Uh, but I think the cons here outweigh the pros because I think it's a cool thing. Oh, it's a massive pizza. Great. Awesome. Competing with uh, the Little Caesars, uh, what was that? Their big cheese or that Domino's or whatever. Uh, I think in the commercial it said, uh, this is, you know, bigger than pizza pizza or whatever. So they took a shot and uh, it didn't really work out. So, but then they got stuffed crust and they kind of took over for a little while there anyway. So maybe it all worked out in the end for them. I would think so. Even though uh, Bigfoot, we hardly knew ye. Um, I think, you know, neat idea, but maybe uh, the positives are not, were not enough to overcome the negatives or even potential negatives with the, uh, with the old Bigfoot pizza. But I still think they should have made the Bigfoot guy a mascot somehow. Like put him outside holding a sign or something on a, with a sandwich board or a pizza box or something like that. Put him out front. Let him take pictures with the kids. Would have worked. What it would have done, I'm not going to say, let me not say it would have worked. It would have driven people in, right? Because kids be like, oh, hey, look, Bigfoot, take a picture of them. Great. Boom. Let's go get pizza. Awesome. I don't know. They could have done that. Maybe it would have worked. Maybe it, well, maybe it wouldn't. It would have uh, made some money. I'm telling you, that merch train would have worked with Bigfoot. So I didn't realize at the time I'm shoehorning this in because uh, we had some dropouts in recording. So I hope I didn't say anything important in there that I now do not have, uh, and I coughed in the middle, so it's going to sound even weirder, but uh, Josh, I feel like I should give you your 10 bucks back. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought, I was hoping I was going to hear from Pizza Hut Corporate about this, and I didn't, so I'm really disappointed, but uh, no, I hope that I have uh, sufficiently covered what you wanted me to cover. If I missed anything, please let me know. Again, if anybody worked at Pizza Hut at the time or remembers anything about this pizza that I missed, please let me know wherever we're at the Melting Pat. You know the drill. That's all. Oh, uh, I would like to know if they brought back the Bigfoot Pizza Hut did. If they did it, would you order it? Would you try it after hearing this? After hearing about what a mess it was to make? I don't think I could make someone put that. Try to put that together after seeing what goes on. At least one, you know, one person's opinion about or one person's uh, recollection about how terrible it was to put this together. I don't think I would feel good enough ordering that if it came back, knowing. Well, knowing what one person told me about putting it together, right? So I don't think I'd feel good enough doing that. But uh, Or would you prefer if they brought back a different pizza, like the Sicilian or the Big New Yorker? And I got to say, if it's not too much of a pain in the ass to make, I would order the Big New Yorker again. Let me say, if I didn't know what a pain in the ass it was to make, I would order a Big New Yorker. And then if I found out, I'd be like, oh, that's bad. But anyway, there you go. That is, uh, as far as I can gather the history of the Bigfoot pizza, and I think, you know, a, a good, decent idea, especially at the time, 
But, you know, uh, a few more kinks maybe could have taken it to another level, or maybe this had a short shelf life all along. Uh, maybe it was just too um, too fragile, too shaky, too much of a pain in the ass to, uh, to accom- for the restaurants to accommodate and the people to put together. So maybe this was always destined to be a flash in the pan, but I still think we could have made a little bit of money, or they could have made a little bit of money with the Bigfoot merchandise and the Bigfoot character. Maybe bring that guy back. How's that? Although it makes no sense to bring him back without the pizza, but anyway, there you go. Josh, thank you for this request, and uh, if you didn't like this episode, uh, well, jo- well, then here's what you do. You go to my link tree, which would be in the show notes, and you click on that you know, episode request. You pay me $10, and I will dive into something that you want me to talk about. All right? So there you go. That's what you do, and that's all for today. We made it out of this. Uh, this is messy, I'm sure, uh, just like putting together a Bigfoot pizza. That's what this episode is today, uh, but that's all. <laughs> Jeez. TheNextLevelNetwork.com for all of our stuff. TheMeltingPat.com for all of my stuff. G-Love and Special Sauce with Cold Beverage. They're going to play us out as they always do. Philadelphonic.com for more from them. That, my friends, is all for today. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Get vaccinated when you can. And, of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. This has been an 8 Boiling production. You've been inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. Go crap open a cold one. Yo, could I get a cold beverage? I need some leverage. A sweaty ass as a lemonade would be nice. Stop a spice from the top to a BK. Got a bar, got a drink, but girls got the bait on the front board. See, I got some ice tea. If you like a taste of tea, then come along with me. Summertime is steaming, don't give me no bugs. Glass some ice and a dash of a mess. It's not teeny time. Yeah, yeah, feeling cold. And bring your own beverage. It's me, so it's cold. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. From the fat and real good sounding Chocolate egg cream, yo, on ten cherry grounds And caught chill by on shoes and my ride Wobbles to the right, they got beverages Inside of me, a hot coffee, then fill it up with ice Watermelon, it's like it's drink Please fix me a large slice Summertime is cool, the heat is getting old Yeah, have a beverage, sweet, so it's cold Cold, 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 cold Need something from the bar? Yeah, I like cold beverage, yeah I like cold beverage, yeah I'm feeling kind of party. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. Go girl, work the cold one. Go girl, work the cold one. What? Go girl, work the cold one. Go girl, work the cold one. Yo, when I'm fishing, let's keep one thing clear. The bait's over there, the brew's right here. Two six packs in a big bag of ice. To and you can Bite, but the brew tastes a nice back to the ball. So every decoration and a collada. Need a whole lot of them full drinks. They got me up on the must tell you I'm the Kool-Aid kid. When you serve my drink, please stick it in the fridge. Cause I like cool beverage. Yeah. I like cool beverage. Yeah. I like cool beverage. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm kinda thirsty. I like cool beverage. Yeah. I like cool beverage. Yeah.